do you feel like there's something that you can't do as a girl? And she presented it in an athletic example was they had a push-up contest Mm -hmm. and right beforehand all the boys were saying well you know they they had picked the group and Sophia was in the group but it was three other boys and she ended up beating them all but the the talk beforehand was Sophia was going to come in last because she was the girl so for her that is you know that what was in me what I'll show you that I can do yeah you know so I want her to feel like she can do that but in all aspects in lots of aspects providing inspiration and community for women in business of middle Tennessee this is powered by her with Tiffany Welcome back to Powered by Her. I'm Tiffany Anton and I um, am very excited about today Um, I have two guests in today and they are not business partners which is um kind of an offshoot for Powered by Her. But without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my guests. Um, I have Jess Lewis, former owner of Kick- Knockout Kickboxing. Knockout Women's Boxing Club. Knockout Women's Boxing Club. Two-time Golden Glove winner in uh, Chicago area. Owner of Knockout Print Shop. Hails from Chicago and the director of marketing and program coordinator from the Biz Foundry. Jess Lewis. That, that was like Woo-hoo. a fight intro. Yeah. In the red corner. I didn't know Woo-hoo. that you did that. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, I was an amateur see? boxer. Yeah. Oh yeah. She'll kick your butt. I know. I cannot imagine no, probably getting, not. I probably swinging and hitting, being hit in the face. But we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, and in the other corner, wearing the blue. Uh, we're literally, no, too. Re- literally wearing blue. The no, gentle giant. The gentle giant. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Warren, uh, cardio dance instructor at Cane Creek, city of Cookville, utility meter reader, former Tennessee Tech volleyball player, in the Hall of Fame, and the assistant volleyball coach of Cookville High School. Oh, cool. Stephanie Warren. So, um, I, I, I'm sitting in the middle. There's no video, but um, I'm sitting in the middle of you two kind of watching. Like, I feel like I'm the referee right now. But um, I invited you two on so that we could talk about the word feminism. Um, I think sometimes with Powered by Her, I come from this place where it's like, I don't know if I want to say feminism. People tell me all the time. I'm like, I'm waving my feminist freak flag all the time with, with being the host of power by her. And, um, and so I, I don't know that the word should have such a negative connotation or, um, like a scary connotation, but both of the two of you have kind of been like, "Eh, I'm a little worried about how this, this conversation is going to go. So first of all, Let's start with Jess. Um, What does the word feminism mean to you? And and let's not say whether it's positive or negative. I guess the simplest thing I would say is women having equal rights. Okay. That's it. And and I I would say, you know, it's funny as I did because I was like, ooh, exactly. I felt like this is a, it can be a hot button topic. Um, And, you know, throughout history of, you know, I'm 44. So thinking about my mom and just the, things that have changed, things that, I would say yes, women's uh, rights. That's number one. I asked my daughters both the same question, like when they think of that word, when they hear it, the equality of women. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say in the, in its easiest form, that would be what it is. What it has turned into, I don't know. What right. it, or what it Well, that's the thing. Has it has definitely turned into, um, and if you're not burning your bra as as Stephanie kind of just made a joke about or marching or putting you know pink hats on your head if if those things aren't happening you're not supporting the feminist movement I think is there a little bit of pressure sometimes Mm -hmm. there but when I've you know because people have said that to me you're a feminist I've looked it up and it's like 
well, yeah, I, I believe in equality for women and I believe that we should, you know, have opportunities for women. Um, our producer here at Powered by Her, Luke Ramey, always says he's a feminist because he just he has a daughter and he supports equal women's rights. And so um, it doesn't have to be this whole complex thing. Um, but Jess and I have had this conversation before and you kind of think, um, I guess, what, what do you think about the feminist movement? <laughs> Hot seat. Well, I think it's, I think the thing that I don't like about it is that it's supposed to be about equality, but I feel that there is only tolerance for one side of the story. So, you know, back in the day, the movement was for women to get into the workplace and have equal rights and equal pay and all of that, which is great. But now I feel like it's gone so far that women that choose to stay home and have babies and be mothers, I think are not, sometimes are judged for that choice. And I don't think that's right. I think that if you want to be a true feminist, you should support women no matter what their work choice or their parental choice is. You can't say that you're not a feminist or you're not a strong woman because you chose to be a stay-at-home mom. Right, or something that's considered more traditional or something, you know, that, that maybe initially the movement was to to step out of mm-hmm. the home um you know in in you know because you were forced to maybe if it was because of income or because you wanted to do something different you know mm-hmm. so i i definitely agree with that i think the feminine the feminist movement itself is more about opportunity and i do want to feel like there is always an opportunity as a woman to do something um but once again, I think it's almost like we pitted ourselves against each other and we're saying, yeah. well, if that's what you're choosing to do, you're not representing women. Well, you are a woman. How can you not be right. representing what women do exactly. in all forms? You know, I And really I think, think even true. further in this, and this is sometimes people think this is ironic for me to say because I actually don't have children by choice. So I'm not a mother. Um, but I think motherhood and parenthood is incredibly important. And I think one of the the unfortunate consequences of feminism and the reasons women had to get out of the household had to do with workforce. There's all different reasons that happened historically, but I think that it does create unintended consequences for future generations. I think because now most households have to be dual income because mothers can't be at home as much as they were like when I grew up and even before that, I think it is, I think there is negative consequences for children when there's not a parent there's not a mother at home I mean that's a traditionalist view I grew up like that and I think there was a lot of benefit for me growing up with my mom at home um and I think there's nothing wrong with a woman not being at home and going out and seeking a wonderful career but I also think we've gotten so career driven that we've almost made it seem like being a mom isn't enough and again me not being a mom that might sound weird to say but I find it a highly valuable career being a mother well just because it doesn't have monetary value and I think that was even personally I I as a young person I didn't have like I wasn't dreaming of a wedding or children necessarily that wasn't in my my thought processes of what I wanted to be when I grew up you know Mm -hmm. I wasn't like I want to be a stay-at-home mom but I did I was a stay-at-home mom and I struggled with it a lot because I was like, am I good at this? Am I, you know, what am I, what am I doing? Well, and is it fulfilling enough? I think for me, um, and, and you're kind of in a similar situation, both Stephanie and I are mothers and we have children at home. Um, but we've kind of worked 
in jobs where we can try and be flexible enough. And so you started having a day or two off, so you're home more often, and you can kind of take care of the, the things, grocery shopping and things around the house. And, and I have a flexible job where I can go home at 2.30 every single day, and I can pick my kids up from school. Um, is the only thing about feminism work-related? Are there other topics that are, are kind of part of that feminism? I mean, I, for, I think one of the loudest parts of it is pay and work and that piece. Um, I mean, there's other things. There's know, other I topics know. that I don't necessarily know if I, feel like I want to dive into. Which but. I, I agree. I, I don't necessarily think we need to dive into so much. But I do think e- even when it comes to women's health rights, um, I think sometimes, again, there's this pressure – from other women that if you're not on one side of the, the tr- sure. you know, vote mm-hmm. or the other side, that you're not enough of a woman. And it's like, well, we should, I, I don't, I think they're all hard topics. Mm-hmm. I think even when it comes to whether you're talking about we, women's reproductive rights or women working or starting a business or they're all hard topics. Mm-hmm. And there, it, and it, most women, I think the majority of women kind of struggle somewhat when, with how they feel. And Stephanie, you mentioned, you know, you might have felt a certain way when you were younger and as you've gotten older, you've kind of maybe changed. What do you think has, has, why that change has come about? Well, I think when I was younger, everything that I was drawn to was always tended to be a male character was mm-hmm. playing that role. So I always think about Indiana Jones. Like I wanted to be an, I wanted to be an, like an archeologist anthropologist, you know, like yeah. when I was a kid, Yeah. very much Digging into, up dinosaur right. I was very much into that rocks and minerals. Um, you know, I was always, always tall, came out tall, you know, like it was, it was <laughs> she always, came out toddler size. <laughs> yeah. I was not a small person. She was an infant. <laughs> and everything that I was drawn to was always a male character. It was Marty McFly. I wanted to go in the DeLorean and travel through time. I wanted to be in Goonies. You know, the main yeah. characters were always men or boys. And I associated with that. So I think in my mind, I kind of had this concept of like, I didn't, I didn't want to be a boy but I kind of poo-pooed at things that were girly mm-hmm. and, and feminine. And so it was like I pushed away from that. And then I think that just manifested as I got older into feeling like I had to grasp onto this masculine energy in order to um, do the things that I wanted to do. And I was kind of – and I myself looked down at like, I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I don't want to, I want to go out and work. Why would I want to do that? That feels weak. It feels weak. Mm -hmm. It feels boring. It feels, I don't know what the value is. Like no one Mm -hmm. ever was like, wow, this stay at home mom is really killing it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, at least in our generation, maybe I'm in, you know, I'm in my forties. We're 43. So we're in our forties. Yeah. So I think that was where it started. And then just, do you think when you were in your twenties, so you were uh, a college athlete a female college athlete um were you kind of in still in that tomboy phase or because like those who don't know stephanie she's 5'11 she has this amazing curly hair she like she she rocks it she's a dance instructor so she's i mean i think there's a lot of feminine you 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 know when you want to go out and and get mama's gonna get it um so i probably wasn't i mean i don't know i mean i think there's just probably always that's more just about I don't know if it's about being a, a woman or feminine I just think it's about my personal disposition about yes. certain things I, yes. and I think that in general you know everybody's experience is different so your disposition I never let being a woman stop me yeah. from everything 
I didn't, I didn't use it as a, you know, I, I never liked the, the idea of I need to get a bonus point because I'm a woman. Yeah. I just never thought it was going to stop me from doing anything. Every, that's how I was too. I never, um, if I really set my mind to something, I was going to do it. Now I wasn't doing anything really, you know, I'm not like the CEO of a company by any means, yeah. but for the most part, if I applied for a job, I got it because I went into the interview confident. Mm-hmm. Now, why was I confident? Was it because you know, you had the masculine energy. Was I pulling from that? But I do think it's part of my disposition. I come yeah. from a long line of kind of stubborn, uh, yeah. maybe overly confident. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't know. Just I, I was never really uh, felt unsure of myself necessarily. Because th- I agree with that. Like I grew up in, a t- you know, mom and dad, regular, you know, brother and sister. And I, oh, I'm similar to Stephanie. Like I'm as a kid, I was a tomboy. I loved being outside with my brother, riding bikes. Like, we'd beat each other up. I mean, I was a boxer. Like, I like to be aggressive and violent and roughhousing. Like, it's not normal for a woman to be like that. Um, and I, I think you and I are like, because, you know, on one hand, I can punch somebody in the face, but I also like makeup and right. baking cupcakes. I can be yeah. everything. Right. And yeah. I, my family never, I was never pushed in a certain direction. Right. I was never told either end of my expression of myself was as bad or needed to be different. It wasn't almost even commented on though. No, either. you just existed. It yeah. It was you just, just did you. Yeah. So I think maybe it was early two thousands. There was kind of this movement. Both of you just mentioned like sports um, and being physical. I had a sister growing up. We did not watch boy movies, quote unquote. We didn't watch, you know, superhero kind of thing. You things. weren't drawn to that. No. Um, but I, I do think I was, um, I was, I grew up with my dad and my parents were divorced and I was raised by my dad. And so I do think there was more masculine energy around me and I just really wanted to like, but mine was more kind of in the intelligence region Mm -hmm. of like, I was really into math and science, which are more Mm -hmm. male dominated fields. Um, and so I think for me, it was just like, I was like this proud of like, I I'm a girl, but I'm, I'm smart at math. And so, um, there was this movement maybe it was early two thousands of the fight like a girl. And it was like, you know. I feel like there was a lot of um, Nike kind of maybe mm-hmm. slogans of fight like a girl. How did maybe at the time and that now, how, I feel like Jesse would probably hate that line of fight like a girl. I'm sure when I had my gym, I probably threw it on a t-shirt, but yeah. <laughs> did, but so you were Ours maybe it's your fight, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's our tagline. But it's, but that's not necessarily even a, a female. It's your fight is yeah. not necessarily, you know, a nod to feminism. Right. Um, do you, if it's, it says fight like a girl, how, how that make you feel now? I mean, probably back then I probably gravitated towards it. Um, but now when I think about it, my reaction is like, I don't even get it. What the heck does that even mean? Like to me, I think as I've, you know, and I actually ran a women's only gym and then shot myself in the foot and turned into a co-ed gym that didn't go over well. But, um, so I kind of have changed where to me, Women and men are different, yes, but I don't even know what fight like a girl means. Like if fighting for what, right? Are right, or fighting in a fighting, way we, like what is different? And why are we fighting each other? Why can't uh, that's the thing? Right. I feel like sometimes we are now pitting ourselves against a each other, but yes. also men. I, I, like, that I feel part like I can't stand becoming this unfortunate battle that you know we're and it's destroying. I feel like it's just crumbling families, relationships, families, marriages, society, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff like that. I think we have got to start appreciating each other again and like appreciating 
you know, I, I don't like to say, I don't even want to, I, I, I do believe in equal rights, like a right to do something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that men and women are the same equal, like equal man plus, or man equals woman. Like no, I don't we're feel different. like, right. I feel like it is. And as a, once again, as a young girl, I probably would have fought that statement. I can do anything you can do. Right. Yeah. I like, did you too. think you didn't, wouldn't want to wear a shirt that said like a girl? Like you, I pro- my, yeah, I probably would have liked the idea of that just because I was, I don't know who I was fighting. Was I fighting with myself about a concept that I had created in my own mind about what was, you know, why was I looking at all of these, what were considered feminine things and it's such a negative way. Right. Yeah. Did you feel like, cause as I'm thinking like, did you feel to me where I didn't want to be like fight like a girl? It almost, I feel like pushed me to be like, well, I'm more like a boy. Yeah. I don't want to be associated with like, yeah, right. I like just, you're saying you kind of identified more with the tomboy. Yeah. And thing. I poo pooed at anything that was sort of girly or putting like a pink, anything on it. Right. To be honest, when I love pink, I mean, my shirt, well, it's not, I, didn't, I had a different one on earlier. Uh, <laughs> Might've been a hot pink. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have your pink lipstick yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, I love pink, you but you know lipstick. what I'm saying? Like when I was younger though, mm, no, yeah, don't I put me in anything pink. pink. Mm-hmm. Don't put me in a, I mean, I didn't want to be in a, I think I have a picture. My mom took a picture of me. She put me in a dress and like curled my hair and I would not smile for the camera. Like yeah, it's awesome. really funny, but you know, like that's how I was. I just, I do think maybe that it's fight like a girl was an attempt to just bolster women's strength in their present I, I guess like I'm trying to think back because I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about and I don't really have a feeling about it yeah well and that's the thing is that's where like your, your personal experience has to be involved in something like that so if you associate with that and you found a lot of power from that because you right. were having something happen in your life personally a lot of times you know I think that is what drives things too is I can't relate to that situation because I didn't really not necessarily have any yeah. um negative experiences specifically because I was a girl well and let's let so let's that's interesting because um so Stephanie works as a utility meter reader for the city of Cookville and you are the only or one of one of two one of two but but there were women that had worked in that position in the past as well but yes so it's a a very physical position there's heavy covers water meter lids and I mean and you're outside in every Mm -hmm. weather and it's not you don't have to be you know, a scientist, but anyway, it's, it's numbers, it's reading things. It's, it's got a lot of very, you know, I'm not going to, I don't have to go and sit in a class to learn how to read a meter. It's very simple, but the uh, physicality of the job is, it can be difficult. Mm -hmm. It can be. So how has that been? Um, There was a specific incident with the Christmas party that you had mentioned to me about the men were supposed to do one thing for the Christmas party and the women were going to, the women could, you women folk can do one thing. Well, and the thing though is I don't necessarily think the, the men or a man came up with this concept. I think it was probably developed by a woman, but when I started working there at Christmas, they are, it, it was a potluck type, type of thing, and it was the women brought food, and the and the meter readers, or you know, brought only had to give five dollars, <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm a meter reader, I might be a girl, but I'm a meter reader, so I am happily give you five dollars and have to cook because I mean I am not a very good cook, so let's start there. But you know, it was a thousand times easier. Right, Here's right. five dollars instead of probably spending what these women probably were spending more than five dollars to cook a large quantity right. of food to bring to a potluck. So is that... I loved that. Though. So Here's so where does that kind of fit into the feminism? I, well, of, I thought it was funny. Yes, I, I, yeah. I did. I really was like, I'm doing this. Um, well, I've thought a lot about the, you know, what I'm doing in my job and being a woman in a position that is generally male-dominated is that, I, once again, it has pros and cons. So I think that 
people, when they see me walking through the yard, if they can see, if I'm not looking like a total like Sasquatch that particular day in the winter, <laughs> that I'm a woman. Her, her curly hair her is mane, Yeah, if I have my hair in braids or something. Like, I think that people feel less fearful seeing a woman walking through their yard. I, yeah. I don't know if I'm just making that up to myself, but I feel like I've had a lot of positive experiences with people hmm. when I come into their yard. Like, nobody is like, I'm not to say that every now and again there's not somebody that's like, what are you doing in my yard? Right. But, um, the bright you know, orange the shirt most, usually yeah, goes for the, for the most part, people are very friendly towards me, and I try to, you know, I as well as I know that I, it's probably uncomfortable to have a person because I mean I'm walking in backyards, I'm walking by windows. I think that there might be a less, you know, uh, aggressive feeling, and and especially hearing some of the guys talk about some of their experiences. Mm. Um, so I think there's that aspect. But then I have had people, like, I've had men say gross things to me as well, you know, because I'm bending, you know, we all are bending over and leaning down and doing all these things. And I've had, you know, dumb things said to me as well. Um, and it, I laugh about, like, the clothing a little bit, too. Like, in we we get to buy, they, which I think is wonderful. I've never had a job that provides clothing, which I think, I don't, is That's that part amazing. of the mail check? I mean, I'll take some clothing. Yeah. But we get, you know, we get shirts, but then they give us an allowance for shoes and pants oh, cool. because we wear them out very consistently. And, but when I have to go, you know, they have like a credit card at Walmart or something. You have to go to the men's section because I don't, there's not any, you know, Mm -hmm. utilitarian, Mm -hmm. is that the word I'm using? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That, you know, I'm not finding like hardcore work clothes. So we joked about creating a line called meet her, read her, like (laughs) that clothing line, awesome stuff, which I think is ridiculous and hilarious. But I mean, it's just like, you know, Lucy and I have to buy like Men's, men's stuff a lot of times stuff, yeah mm-hmm. which is fine but yeah. I also don't always want to look like a guy I like yeah. I don't want to not feel like I can't be a woman in that position or I have to dress masculinely yeah because I have to worry that somebody would be like oh hey yeah. girl well, that's, you that there. is the other side Sweating. of feminism I feel like a <laughs> little bit is that we are put in situations where, you know, a male counterpart, I used to be a USPS worker and I would deliver mail. And I, I mean, I was dumb in 21, 22 at the time, 2021. 20, um, and, and so here's this 20 year old in, you know, dressed mm-hmm. kind of like half manish and, you know, work, work clothes or whatever. And I mean, these, and I was young. And mm-hmm. so these guys would talk to me and I didn't know how to deal with it. And it was just, you know, then it was like, I just wanted to shrink myself and make myself smaller because I didn't want to be seen. And so mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the part of feminism as well is like, how do we put ourselves out there, make ourselves proud? Um, and then, you know, if we're getting this male attention, is it our fault? Is it not? You know, I mean, yeah. there's a whole million yeah. things. Well, and we I think I definitely, when I, when I am outside working, I think I have to draw on what, what is considered what I, what I've heard people refer as like your, your masculine energy, mm-hmm. you know, a per, every person has maybe a masculine mm-hmm. and femi- men too as well, mm-hmm. you know, something that they're drawing upon. So I feel like in that particular situation, I probably do draw towards my masculine energy because I, I do have to stay on alert because I'm dogs. Yeah. Number one, yeah. I'm like real I, dogs, not yeah, like men dogs. I'm scary. <laughs> like I'm real scary. four-legged furry ones. Yeah, my dog biscuits in my pocket. Oh, that's awesome. And I mean, I want to be peace, peaceful, but I mean, sometimes that's not how they're coming at me. Yeah. But you know, but you have to be on alert. So I think there is like a command presence kind yes, of yeah masculine energy that I think I try to mm-hmm. give up. But then as soon as somebody says, "Hey," I'm like, "Hey," you know, yeah. me, I'm like. But I, I think that's normal in any job, though, right? Because like, or any. I mean, most people adapt, you know, so you might be in 
a more nurturing feminine energy when you're with your daughters. And then, like you said, when you're at work, you have to, depending on the situation. I mean, I think that's normal. Right. No matter. And I love that. Yeah. I like, that's what I, for me, that's sort of what feminism, I want it to be, is I want it to be, I can be whatever I want to be. I don't get credit for being a woman. I don't get a, a cut in the line. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to feel like if I want to do something, I can, I can determine that I can do it. Yep. Like, I want the opportunity, but I don't need... Right. You special know, like, points or special, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Special credit for being a girl. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I, and that's probably the other part I don't particularly, again, this is probably sounds bad on the Powered by Her podcast, but um, I don't like the idea of getting a job, getting a role, getting something because I'm a woman. I want to be awarded it. it based on merit. Right. And um, that would be devastating to me as someone that's an overachiever and likes to do well to find out that I got something because I'm a, I checked a box. I checked a box and you needed one of us. Like, I don't want that. Um, And again, I was a woman owned business that was women only. And in my case, you couldn't be a man and come to my business, but I don't patron businesses because they're women only. I patron the business because they provide a good service or product or have good customer service. Like to me, if we really truly want to think about equality, it needs to be truly equal. Right. Well, and that's what one thing I, it's been a very big pillar. I feel like that has been important to me with powered by her is that just because we're trying to raise other women up and I am trying to be a a huge hype woman and provide a, a good community for women who don't stand proud Mm -hmm. and tall all the time. Mm -hmm. It's, that does not mean that we shove men down. Like right. I, I'm really well aware of so much of what we accomplish. Women don't, we don't accomplish by ourselves. Nope. And it's not that I have to have a man there, but it's like, well, I appreciate the things mm-hmm. that, you know, right. have I'm looking helped. for someone to walk with me, not be in front of me, not behind yeah. me. I want you to walk with me. Right. Like, and that's hand, not necessarily even yep. as like a romantic partner. Right. These are business partners. Right. These yeah. are, these mm-hmm. are people in our life. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> we can, um, you know, get that one thing. Um, Jess, so when you, for you, you're kind of newer to the area and mm-hmm. you, um, found powered by her yep. and you started coming to lunches yep. and these are not typically things that you would know, like you're not in a, f- a phase of life where you're like, yeah, let me sit around with a bunch of women, but you have come coming back that now you have to, cause you work for us, but, um, maybe that's not the only reason what has, why, what, what did you feel kind of about the community that seemed to be not so the ick feminism? I don't, I think a, it was a very welcoming group and it was a very diverse group from the types of women, you know, it wasn't, um, all CEOs or it wasn't all, you know, brand new. I mean, everybody was different, whether, you know, they, depending on the type of business they ran, their economic status, it was very open as far as some people were dressed really nice, like Tiffany. And some people were like, you know, not dressed as nice, probably like me. Um, (laughs) But so I liked that. um, And I like connecting with people. It just happened to be women, you know? So for me, that's, that is, I think it's a, it's a, and nobody was talking about that stuff. Like, had it been a, felt like a feminist rally, I probably would have bounced. I probably yeah. wouldn't have come back. Um, to me, it just felt like a bunch of women trying to um, support each other. I will say the one thing that I have a hard time with in any group of women type of organization or event is I struggle with the as a woman thing because I don't feel like I want to be lumped into a blanket of I've had the same experience as you guys because you're a woman. And I know there are going to be similarities because obviously we are all the same 
gender, and that means it may lend to societal things being the same. But for me, I think especially because I am, I don't have children. I have a, a very non-traditional life. When someone will say something like, "As a woman, we, I, you know, a lot of us feel like this," I'm like, "Well, I don't feel like that." Right. And but it's and sometimes there's a fear of saying that. Right. Of even being able to say that in the like, room. I don't want to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be a butthead. Yeah, and that's you know? how I feel like I, in what we were kind of. I think all of you and I were worried about yeah. maybe coming into this conversation is. I have my own opinions about something and mm -hmm. where I got, how I got here, but I am not interested in saying to somebody, even if I disagree, I'm, I'm happy to have a conversation mm -hmm. and we can disagree, but like, I, I hope at the end of this, I, we're sure going to shake hands yeah. and say, I respectfully exactly. disagree. Right? And I want to be around people with different opinions. Yeah. I want to hear, yeah. I like you said, how you, how, well, let me hear about stuff. how you came to that understanding. I may, we may not agree at the end but I can still be your friend. Right. I can still be your acquaintance. I can still have more conversations with you. That's the only way anything's going to change, grow, improve for anybody is to continue to have conversations yes. and not get pissed off and right. mad at well, each other. And I think, I think that's the thing is that, and I, I, I asked both of you to be guests because I felt like you, you do have that respectful kind of way of, of communicating. But I think that as, as, the world grows we're getting farther and farther there's so many people that have these they're the loudest voices right now yes. i feel like mm -hmm. and they're the, at the ex extreme ends of the yeah. spectrum and it's yeah. like well that's Don't not helping there's us all of these the people yeah. on the inside yeah. of that but they're not their voices aren't as loud sometimes right. and so i think that's where to me i and i've i've always kind of said this about powered by her is that I the even the brand colors they're they're not feminine they're not soft there's mm -hmm. I have I do have a little scripty font in there now and then but but it's not really it's not roses and the and more traditional yeah feminine. it's right. yeah. it's really um kind of I try to make it this just it's a lunch that mm -hmm. we support each other but and it happens to be mostly women. Sometimes, Sometimes we get a guy. That's yeah. what Dan did ask me about something now, about like now and then. Oh, maybe he said, "Have you ever interviewed a man on Powered by Her?" And I said, well, I don't, I, don't, I have not so. had, but I feel like you would, I don't feel like you're like, it's only, no. I mean, I don't know who it would be. I'd have to be somebody mighty. Uh, yeah. no. <laughs> we'll, we'll see well, at some point. But, I mean, know. we're definitely branching out this season and having different types of conversations and types mm -hmm. of guests. And so this might be the season that we have, there we see go. a guest yeah. on. Or the, just maybe like the male the perspective of saying, okay, well, um, I put forth this powered by her from a male perspective, you could be, I don't know how you'd pick the guy once again, yeah. but you know, how does that make you feel in this time frame, in this generation? And mm -hmm. like, what does that mean to you? Well, Are like, you feeling offended? Yeah, that would be interesting because like I think a lot of men feel scared now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and like, like I said, I mean, I, I probably talk too much about the fact that I'm single, but people have said it's because you <laughs> fly this feminist flag and you just come across as this almost feminist that again why is that I, I have a hard time even saying it that I come across as a feminist but um this this too strong for anyone well, maybe that's the person you should interview is like how did you like why do you say it to me in the way that makes it seem like you find that to be it's a bad, a bad thing, thing right yeah or what yeah, do you what why point. is feminism look why do you have a feeling of yeah. negativity towards well it? and I do like I said I think that it's hard it's it's any kind of movement any group out there you say oh I support X and you know yeah. X XYZ and then they're like oh you support you know this W as well and yeah. it's like well is that really part of it and so when you look really break it down and you look up the word feminism and it's just about equal you know rights equal 
environment for women to work in and, and kind of live their lives. I think it's like, okay, okay. Yeah. I can identify with that. I want to provide opportunities for women to see that they can do these if, if they don't, cause I'm sure, you know, you guys, you're both, um, Stephanie's from Ohio, Jess is from, um, Chicago. And so you're Midwesterners. It's kind of, you know, there's people in the South that may not have ever really seen a woman in a leadership position yeah. or, and, and or all true. they see is that Ma, you have to stay at home with your kids. Oh yeah. When we first moved down here, we opened a bank account. The woman was like, Oh, do y'all have kids? And I was like, no, she's like, Oh, you will. I'm like, that ship has sailed so far. <laughs> yeah. That's physically yeah. impossible yeah. by choice. So I think, th- I mean, that is a good point. I mean, I think if you've grown up in the Midwest, the culture is different. Um, the culture is a more traditional down here. I don't think it's good or bad. It just is. Um, and I do think it, in order for it to change and feel less, what's the word I'm looking for? Less, I don't know, limiting for women. I think it's just going to take generations of people showing up and showing people that things are different. I mean, people don't know what to do with me. I mean, I come down here from Chicago. I used to own a gym. I was an amateur boxer. I own a business. People are like, what? But I don't care. Like, I'm not, if you don't like it, like, that's fine. I don't need to be, but I'm sure people that are born and raised here that are maybe feel like us at this table, maybe they don't know how to stand up in that. Like, I don't care. And they want to go do their thing and, and express a less traditional version of themselves. So I think it's maybe a different experience in this area than right. in where we grew up. I think. Well, and the- how do you feel about to raising girls with that? Oh, okay. You know, raising daughters. I struggle sometimes. I think of of that mentality mm-hmm. of okay. Well, don't worry. You'll have kids someday. Well, I don't know that my kid. If my kids don't want to have children like that's up to them and that's I think that's how I've been coming at it so I mean once again like I said when I was younger I wasn't like I want to be a parent Mm -hmm. necessarily it wasn't something that was like I didn't want to do but it was just it wasn't my hot topic thing to do at that age so you know I guess I didn't when I was younger I didn't put a lot of thought into what I was going to say how am I going to present this to to my kids when I have them so I'm flying by the seat of my pants yeah yeah but I am trying to do what is I think and I'm hoping is the most important thing is I am talking to them and I'm asking them questions and we deal with things as they come um, but I also need to beat the punch of social media, which is mm-hmm. I want to be the one, the one to introduce the idea of something before you hear it from some weird yes. thing on television. I mean, because I feel like, you know, I, I was kind of thinking about this the other day. Every now and again, when we want to watch something together as a family, it goes from like cartoons, G, mm-hmm. to like TV 14 plus, And it's then it's got sex and it's got a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. women portrayed in a things. certain way. Okay. Yeah. And there isn't like a mid range for huh. like what I would think is kind of like eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So it's not that these subject matters aren't going to come up as they get older, sex and boyfriends and kissing, mm-hmm. but it, it, it kind of goes from them watching this very mm. childish thing to then all of a sudden these words and actions and things. And maybe it happened with us too, I guess, when I think about television, um, I well, think you know, we, was different when we, we were like innuendo was maybe different back when we were younger. I, they at just least say for, things, you know, it's very for right me. Out there. I was I w- I was raised in a pretty conservative household, mm-hmm. and so I think for me, I was. I, I wasn't exposed to so much outside of my house. And so when those things would come up on TV, I didn't know what they meant. I didn't know so many things that I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so stupid. Because I just 
didn't I was unaware and but so, I think TV was different and we didn't have social media right. right so yeah same thing when you're a kid and you hear something that your parents are chuckling about in the background of the show you're like I don't even know what they're talking <laughs> yeah. about but now kids are seeing it on TikTok and Instagram and if they're not their friend at school is like yeah. look at this Definitely. so yeah and my but neither of my girls have phones right now but they do have tablets and um you know but that is for sure. I mean, so, the, the so, one kid that has a phone, they're all just crouched around. Yeah, I bet. So back to the feminism with your daughters. Right. Do you think you try to, like, be proud of your femininity? Do you think you are, like, just be who you are? Be And, again, I, you have a yes, one daughter that's a little bit more tomboy-ish and one that's maybe a little bit more feminine-ish. Right. Is and, that how you um, would say it? Yeah, I think I do try to push the – that they can do what they, you know, like Mm -hmm. there is that. And I think once again, like what are they seeing as kids, what feminism is and what, you know, are they, is, is the social media pushing girls and boys against each other in a way? And and you um, had some conversations with them. Did they seem like they were kind of, do they feel like they're competing against the boys? Do they feel like they have to be better than the boys? I think that, well, Sophia is very athletic and competitive in general. Um, School, she wants the top grade. She's very hyper-focused on that. And she, um, the example she gave me yesterday, because I asked her about it a little bit, is do you feel like there's something that you can't do as a girl? And she presented it in an athletic example was they had a push-up contest Mm -hmm. and right beforehand all the boys were saying well you know they they had picked the group and Sophia was in the group but it was three other boys and she ended up beating them all but the the talk beforehand was Sophia was going to come in last because she was the girl so for her that is you know that what was in me what I'll show you that I can do yeah you know so I want her to feel like she can do that but in all aspects in lots of aspects it doesn't have to be you have to physical Mm because there's going to be a point there's going to be a time when that changes right yeah Yeah. whoop you yeah you know Um, well and like and the example Jess just gave is that when she you know or I think a lot of times women who are going to open a business bank account um It'll be like, well, is your husband here? Is he co-signing on this business with you? Is he, you know, and that can happen a lot. And it's hard to have the right reaction where you're not. I mean, let's be honest. If we push too hard and we stand up too tall, we stand up, we're too proud. We can kind of be labeled that bitch. But sometimes by other women. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that, I think that's just people yeah that suck, you know, or don't get it. Maybe I shouldn't say they suck because that's, I think that, I think it's Maybe easy to, for me to say what I just said when you when you think about especially people that might be from an older generation, maybe a generation two older than us, is that well, yes, yeah, sometimes you're like, what in the you know you know, they don't know they didn't grow up in the culture and the time that we did. So even though you're like, why in the hell would my husband need to be here for me to sign this loan? Yeah. They never even had right. that opportunity. And that question yeah. didn't come, I don't feel like, with the intention to of... To be a jerk. Right. Yeah. It was right. just, yeah. that was what was commonly right. what this person probably experienced. So I think, like, culturally, when it's still happening, it's like, we have to just stand up and say, if, like, I am that person, that woman that's at the bank, and they're like, oh, is your honey, is your husband here? And you're like, nope, I got this. Yeah. I think the more experiences people have with a more neutral playing field for women the less and less of that you're going to experience you know it's easy to just get mad and be like that woman at the bank said blah blah blah, without just putting it in context yeah and I think it just once again it's personality and individual yes you know disposition comes into play with everything Mm -hmm. you know 
the three of us sitting here probably have not experienced what a lot of women that could have been sitting here today that said, this is how I got to this extreme yeah. thought process because I have had shit and shit and shit right. and shit. Exactly. You know? And, and that's how I got here and that's why I'm angry and I'm fighting, but I don't have a personal story about that to tell you. I'll just tell you my own experience. I want to stand with women in solidarity. I love, it makes me so excited and happy to see. I hope that when somebody sees me, they know that I love to see things like that happening. It makes me happy. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it, I, it brings me joy. Um, you're like, we, we say a lot, you're the ultimate like hype woman. You want to hype other women up all the time. Yeah, like, and I like, I feel like Stephanie <laughs> says, I love women. All the time. <laughs> I just, I just, she's I, married. I, I like to get an energy, you know what I mean? There's like an energy. And I think I just like people in general That's too, though. I, yeah. you know, I just am drawn to people. I love hearing stories yep. and things. And I mean, I like, Dan calls it arguing. I'll call it debating. But you know what I mean? I like to hear the other side of a story. Mm -hmm. How did you get there? And I might get a little Italian Heated, that's and louder okay. and that, yeah. you know, but I want you to still sit at the table yeah. with me and let's talk about I it. I think the the biggest thing with, with all of these topics and, and feminism at the root of them is just really taking a second to like understand what's the heart behind it. So mm -hmm. even when you might get heated, I understand Stephanie that you are like, you're doing it in a way to like enlighten yourself and just be a, a more well-rounded like person. And so you're just learning about people. And so I think that's, and even the teller at the bank, it's like, okay, just let's, let's give a little grace and yes, understand. That is a great you know, word. I think in general right now, the whole world needs to like simmer down. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think I, I, to me, I've just like gotten to the point where it's like, when I give grace to people, it's not about them. It's about me. It's about me and my space being a happier healthier place mm -hmm. than just the anger and the, the, you know, right. I just don't want to hold on to that. So, um, this is a longer episode than I, you thought have. this was going to be done. I know. In 20 minutes. I mean, listen, like, what I feel like we could, Six people could hours. probably, I, people are probably like, is this over yet? But, um, <laughs> is there any last, um, you know, last thoughts that you guys want to put out there? One thing I was thinking about is, um, we are talking about the structure of our society and things changing when women stepped out of the house a little bit is that what we need to maybe consider and embrace a little bit more up to is that gender roles can change and on, on both ends you might Dan and I in particular I struggled with this I feel like when we were younger and married because I did think I had some you know things that I thought were yes yeah this is exactly how it should be this is how I think where he is better at things that might be considered more feminine and mm -hmm. I am better at certain things that might be more masculine yeah. and learning that that is wonderful like instead yes. of it becoming like a battle between us it's accepting that and um, even as you know for anybody going into a you know a relationship is that there, there might need to be a shift in gender roles too. And without it being like shameful or yeah. you're less than, or you're better than it doesn't have to have a, a value be beyond what you make it valuable with each right. other. Right, And it works like a, I mean, that's how Matt and I are. Matt's like, we jokingly, like he's a stay at home dog dad. Yeah, I mean, I mean well, <laughs> sheep dad and cook. I mean, yeah. like he stays, I work, you know, and he does, he cooks, I clean. He, you know, every yeah. night he cooks dinner. We have different roles and, I mean, luckily too, he grew up in a family that 
he was never pressured to be a certain way. So he doesn't like feel like less of a man. Cause he's, I mean, I do all the money stuff and I think it's just finding, like you said, it's not about shame. It's like working with your strengths right? and it just kind of making it work as a team and appreciating yes. them about each other. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. And, and this isn't just for like, I shouldn't make this just like people, the only people that have relationships are, are two straight people. You know what I'm saying? But any, in general, any whatever combination that is, of you people. find the, the strengths of each other and work the right. best within that in, in yep. a relationship or in a business relationship mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, it's just, well, and even I, I, you know, I'm not married, but I, I do think I've found that where I want to put the right people in my life that just add value right. that, that don't have necessarily the strengths I have and that, you know, okay, this is a blind spot for me. I'm going to put them in my life. And so I think, like you said, in your, your business and your mm-hmm. personal life and, and the, you know, organizations you're a part of, make sure that you're under, but part of that, comes from understanding who you are and what your strengths are. And so yeah. taking that time. And, and I, I think sometimes we're so in this external of what's going on in the world and we're kind of forgetting, let's, let's start at home inside yes. and like in our let, own community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes yeah. we get so caught up in stuff that's happening in, in, in the, in, you know, that we can't even really associate with because it's not, it, I, I don't want to say it's not affecting us in some way. I'm, I know there's things in the world that yeah. are happening that, but Right. Like at home, what is going on in my neighborhood? What's going on in my household? What's yeah. going on in my community? And What's going on within me? Right. Inside yeah. myself. Right. That, yeah. Everybody should stop using their cell phone so much and get off yes, social media. That is, That's yes. my ending words. Right. I mean, I've been off social media since last March. I've been off of the only thing I use is YouTube. And I've even gotten bored with that. And it's, you, it's amazing how much more. I mean, it's hard because you feel kind of like left out and like the weirdo. But... Um, you do focus more on what's important and your family, your community, your neighborhood, you make time for hobby. It's incredible. Mental health wise. Yeah. I feel feel way better. It made me hate people. Yeah. I I was angry. Jealous or something. Let's just remind I'm a marketing director and I hate social media. (laughs) The way we met Jess. Other than that, after I met Tiffany, it was over everybody. (laughs) Mic drop. I'm quitting social media. I peaked in life. I get it. I slid into her DMS and it was over people. I mean, I, it's it's a true story. So anyway, thank you, Jess. Thank you, Stephanie, for being here today. I should do this like weekly we, we can if you have other topics other than feminism let me know drop them send me a, a dm drop <laughs> slip it, into her dms slip into my dms and um we will definitely consider we could have you know a three three, a three uh, yeah there you go i was like this is i don't know where i'm going with this if you want to know more about powered by her head over to powered by her thanks for listening